1: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code Football and get your first deposit instantly matched up to one hundred dollars. Go to PricePicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code Football to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. here's. your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! We have a very special guest joining us on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. The voice behind some very, very famous commentary. Please welcome Bill Leslie. Hello, Bill. How are you?
0: Hello, guys. Thanks for having me on. Here we
1: are. Um so, uh, yeah, reason we wanted you to come on, Bill, is because, well, we named our podcast after a piece of commentary that uh, you're very famous for speaking. Uh, we'll come on to that in a minute. But first of all, um, what's your background in commentary? How did you get involved in it all?
0: Well, I started um, at Capital Radio and Capital Radio used to have a, a sports department there. So I started covering games for them. I mean, I'd always want, I'd always wanted to work in football, but you sort of, you're never quite sure how to get in. There's no great pathway to do it. So I started. I was doing a, um, a broadcast journalism uh, diploma in London, and while I was there, one of the guys who was sports editor at Capital Radio came to give us a talk, and I collared him afterwards, and I said, "Can I come and cover some games for you?" And it all went from there, really. And so I started, um, a lot of them at the time weren't actually at the grounds. They were, you know, we'd ring up, this is showing how long ago it was, we'd ring up the club call to follow what was going on with the game. So it was pre-internet times. <laughs> and then I'd sit in a booth wow. pretending to be, at, you know, Griffin Park or whether it be up at Underhill at Barnet, you know, the, the sort of level, the lowest level of games that London Games at Capital covered and then go, yes, always... A, chilly day here and uh, um, give <laughs> whatever the score was and, uh, and, do the, and do the reports. And that was that. And so um, it, was, it was the best possible education um, working in that because I did everything from reading the full-time scores, you know, the sort of James Alexander Gordon role to, uh, to doing match reports. And eventually, a couple of years down the line, I managed to get a full-time job there. And the first time I actually ever did commentary was completely unexpected I was at it was an Arsenal-Leicester game at Highbury and there'd been a head injury or something so the game had was out of sync with all the other ones and I just got the producer in my ear going Bill we're going to come to you for the last 15 minutes <laughs> so I'd sort of write, sink or swim in you go in you go yeah and um and in you go so that was that was that and then obviously the more the more chance you get, the more practice you get. So that that was really where I learned how to do it. at Capital Radio. Okay.
2: Was that around the time of Jonathan? Was, was it Jonathan Pierce? Was he at Capital?
0: It was absolutely. It was Jonathan Pierce, and it was it was such a great breeding ground that if you you know there are so many people in the industry who've gone on to have really good careers who have come through Capital Radio at one stage or another. You know, people who work on Match for the Day, people who work at Sky, people who work. Actually, you, you guys probably know Adam Leventhal. Oh yes. Uh, yeah, of
1: course, yeah. 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 Um are you uh, affiliated to a particular team at all? Do you support a particular football club? Are we allowed to talk about this? Well, I this, is, you, well, as, as, well, as
0: this as, is as long as it's <laughs> as long as it's not looted. It's, too... no, it's not looted. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise the line will suddenly go very crackly, yeah. won't it? <laughs> well, the reason I ask is
1: yeah, it I mean, must I, be very very I... difficult if you support a team to be unbiased about them when you're commentating. On a match they're playing. Well,
0: funnily, funnily enough, I always find that I go the other way and sort of overcompensate and become overcritical. Right. Okay. And so, a lot of okay, a lot of friends. Yeah. A lot of friends of mine will say, "Oh, you were a bit harsh today," and I was sort of like, you know, it's a bit like protesting too much. No, oh, no, that was that was awful. That was awful. That's fun. and so, so well, they'll never catch. They'll never. They'll never. So it's a, a little bit of overcorrection. Right. In order not to be biased, okay. Even though you might be you know, cheering a little bit inside or
1: yeah, a bit inside. that answers the question nicely without but you actually, giving away. I had a,
0: without, uh, yeah, I'm, it's <laughs> it's a strange one. I mean, everyone, with commentators, everyone thinks that you're biased against them. That's the sort of general thing. Mm. And I suppose I've always resisted saying, when asked, saying who I support, because it just opens up a whole, not that I do a lot of social media, but it opens up a whole gotcha, can yeah, of worms of course. where you, you would go, oh, this or that. It's, it's like but referees, though, it. isn't very, it?
2: Very, uh, very... Yeah. When, when people find very out about referees, referees support... Uh, there was a famous... one. Like, he supports Tranmere, yeah. and he was in there ce- celebrating with the... the tra- and that was it yeah. straight away now. It's like, well, yeah. So I, I kind of get where you're coming from, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that's close enough to Liverpool. He must like them. You know, the referees from Manchester, well, they would like them and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um, but to, ask, to answer your question, or to go back to the original question, I realised quite early on that you cannot have any sort of affiliation emotion towards your team when you're doing the job you know it's it's almost like do you remember the old wurzel gummage where he's got one head for this and one head for that
2: yeah <laughs> you have
0: to have a commentary gotcha. yeah you have to have a fan head on Because if you go into reporting with your fan head on you get in terrible trouble and I, can I imagine that. It was well, yeah it's, one it's, game it's, it's, that was... it's, it's a bias it's a biased
2: opinion then isn't it
0: yeah. And, it, and and you lose your professionalism if you get too emotional about it. So there mm. was one game, again, I won't go into too many specifics, where there was the, you know, put it this way, it would be like I was a Leicester fan on the day that we'll get to a little bit later, where I thought, oh, great, this is going so well. This never happens to us. <laughs> great. And then suddenly your heart's broken. Um. And I was in the wrong place to do the post-match interviews at the wrong time. I hadn't written my match report at the end, you know, just about got through it. But I thought, that can't happen again. And, you know, this is going to be a very short career in sports (laughs) broadcasting if I don't sort this out.
1: Yeah. So when when it comes to matches, one thing that always fascinates me about commentators is the fact that they can just come out with facts and figures uh, and I can come out with all kinds of things about players and previous matches and that kind of thing. How much preparation goes into uh, your background research before a match?
0: On average, I mean, it obviously depends how well you know the team. And if, if you're starting from scratch, it's, re- it's roughly a day per team. And wow, um, and that's what it takes. Sometimes a bit more. So quite often, for example, I've got some internationals coming up, and you will do you like Bulgaria against Switzerland, both of whom I've seen relatively recently. But you go, okay, well, it could be a completely new squad. You know, a new manager comes in, loads of so you have to actually go quite deep to discover it all. So yeah, roughly that that's sort of what you allow. I mean, given obviously. Given the schedule at the moment, that's not that's not an option. No, you, you'd be lucky to get an hour a team at the moment. <laughs> by the time you're setting off up and down the motorways and everything, you know, Premier League game roughly now a day to prepare for it.
1: And and what is it you have in front of you? Is it sort of crib sheets? Is it just just general yeah, notes? Yeah, I,
0: I mean, every, every, yeah, everyone does it a little bit differently. What, what I go through, I keep a sort of database of the players. So you know, now it's relatively straight. You know that there's a sort of 25-man squad from which they'll choose. Occasionally, you'll get some, particularly now in pandemic times, you'll get some kids who'll appear who you won't have heard of. And, you you know, obviously in the Championship, you can have five subs. In the Premier League, they name nine but only use three, which is a, a real godsend because the five subs um, <laughs> becomes a bit chaotic when they all make them at the same time. Yeah, three players but, at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, so you, exactly. Exactly. I think you know when when we did have the uh, the five subs towards the the start of the restart last year and you know there would sort of be six substitutes at half time and you because of you know usually you get a bit of word through as to who's coming on when but because of all the covid distancing and the restrictions you're suddenly going okay that's it and then they kick off and so you're going uh, uh, <laughs> So it becomes quite tricky then but but, but but generally yes so you've got you've got background on all the players sort of are they about to hit a landmark? When was, their, when was their last goal? How many appearances have they made? Have they got history against the club? All that sort of thing. Mm. So that if they, do, you know, if they do happen to do something incredible, that you're, then you're ready for it. Right. So that, that's, that's quite time-consuming going through that. And then you just look at the general story of the match. Last night, I was doing um, Wolves against Liverpool for the international feed. And that was, and so obviously the, a lot of story about Diogo Jota, his time at Wolves, as it was, he did get the winner, you know. So that's stories like that about players going back to clubs. That's a fairly obvious one. Yeah, you might have, yeah. you know, who's a former Liverpool player who might have come on and done... So it's, you, you know, cover, covering the bases like that. And then obviously with Liverpool at the moment, you've got the, the backstory of their bad run of form. Wolves never beaten them in the... So you're just sort of trying to get the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. So, so, you, so you feel comfortable with all the information. I mean, I as a sort of a rule of thumb, I sort of, you know, almost almost a perfectly designed scenario to illustrate it in that you would talk t- to some fans of the clubs you're going to commentate on and you would comfortably hold a conversation with them thinking, I, I know my stuff about them. That's Got the thing. Me. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that, that's a good way
2: of doing it, yeah.
0: It's that level of feeling comfortable with... You know, there's no worse feeling than going in, feeling that you can be exposed by not having done the work.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, sometimes there's commentary on Watford, uh, particularly this season, where a commentator or a co-commentator will say, we all know how deadly Watford are from free kicks. And you think, well, you haven't watched Watford this season. We, They've been we haven't scored on it, yeah. <laughs> five years. Yeah, we, this this week <laughs> is the last time, wasn't it, Adam Asino? Yeah. But apart from that, it was five yeah. years ago. So it, it does definitely, you can tell if a commentator's done their homework and whether they're sort of,
2: yeah, just on one thing. I mean, I've always fancied myself as a bit of a commentator. I'm no good, but I've always yeah. fancied it. <laughs> but the the problem that I I can't I struggle with names. You know, if I look at a name on a piece of paper, now you just mentioned you were doing um, an international game. You know, if you've got Poparavovic and you know all these things, do you ever like look at them on the piece of paper and go,
0: "How on God's earth do I pronounce that?" Because you, you can't say it wrong, can you? Because the the most the most testing ones are the polls who the actual letters bear very little <laughs> resemblance to, to how the pronou- names are pronounced. Yeah, how it's, that's it, yeah. So got their names, how they're pronounced, and sort of processing all that. You know, anyone who's got a, a town spelt L-O-D-Z, which is pronounced <laughs> whoosh, you know yeah. you're going to have your word you cut are. out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Perfect what are the example. chances? What
0: are the chances? <laughs> you know, with, most, with most nationalities, you can at least have a guess, and you might not be a million miles away with Polish. And I still can't crack it. Do you
2: do you write it down,
1: sort of as it's pronounced next to the name, so that you've got
2: yes. half a chance at yeah? Yeah, yeah and that's, that, can, that would that would be my attack on it.
0: I think. And you can and what you know that now with internationals, there are quite a lot of um you know you can go to you can go online, you can actually ring up people at embassies, you can ring up press officers and check pronunciations. Did you like go that. up to
2: somebody at the ground and go, "Excuse me, how do you pronounce
0: that?" Yeah, yeah, I'm you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a good If you're If you're at the ground, which we still are, luckily, most of the time, although not away from home, but you, you will have a commentator from Bulgaria there or you'll have a commentator from whichever the, the nationality is. Yeah, yeah, okay, and 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 they'll help you out with that. So that's that, or a journalist, or or they could stitch you up, (laughs) or they could stitch you up. Yeah,
1: that'd be pretty unfriendly.
0: That's why I'm not. That's
2: why I'm not a commentator. I stitch everyone
0: up. Oh yeah. Well, I think I think that is. It's a sort of old. um, Gianluca Vialli arrived at Chelsea. There were lots of stories about you know, and he was taught English by Dennis Wise he came come out with a lot of expressions that weren't exactly uh, <laughs> classic English. Classic English, yeah. I always remember, was, this was early on in my Capital Radio days, and I went to, it was clear that he'd been uh, sold a pup by Dennis Wise, and he just went, there's, at this club, there's no time for any Charlie Big Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's Cla- that classic English saying.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Are there any grounds or, or are there grounds you prefer to commentate at over others? Are there ones with better views or better You still have to climb
0: up like 40 flights of stairs. Or a and, ladder. You know? Or I mean, there, are cert- there are certainly, I mean, one of the things, one of the reasons that I was keen to get into it and keen to d- be a part of something that involved being at grounds is that, that that's part of my sort of, you know, all commentators are Iraqi all football fans to an extent are Iraqi a bit, aren't they? But I, I just love stadiums. Right, always loved. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know, in any any sporting stadium, it doesn't have to be um, a football one. Obviously, the football ones there. Football's my passion and sport, but you know, love going to watch cricket. You go there, even going to the races, and you know, it's just a sporting arena. So, to that extent, you know, I still get a a nice little buzz whichever stadium I'm going to, however meek, however grand. Mm. So that that helps in terms of the view. I don't think there's a worse view. In football than West Ham's, really? Oh, because you're so far back. Because you're so far back.
1: Yeah,
2: it's not designed. But it was never designed as a football stadium, was it? That that was that was the big thing of when they said. I mean, it's the worst. And I I don't know if you've been there, Justin. It's probably the worst stadium for away support hmm. because of how far you are back from the pitch. Yeah, I mean, apart from Newcastle. Newcastle. There's
0: many stairs (laughs) up into those those heavens. Yeah, we get a commanding view of the javelin throwing area. But that's <laughs> not, yeah, much, yeah. not much yeah, good. The, a the sandbox. You, <laughs> into the bar post. Yeah, exactly. Is it a
1: case of taking binoculars then and stuff? Uh, yeah, us? is yeah. it
0: really? Well, I take I take binoculars anyway because you know even even these days, and you'd think it wouldn't be, but yeah, I'll give you you know West Brom against Newcastle, you won't see a shirt number. No. The strips yes. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you're, you know, if you've got players who look similar, you are going on boot colours, you're going on wristbands, you're going on little things in their hair, you know, sort of different yeah. redeeming features. Yeah. Yeah. From from the ones that you would. You I, would see I remember
2: years ago, I don't know if you recall this, I, I, I forget what it was during a world cup and it, it it was Romania, I'm sure it was, and they all dyed their hair blonde.
0: That's right, the France World Cup. Wasn't France it? World Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: God knows what they were. They must have yeah. gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, guys.
1: Yeah. So, how many games do you reckon you commentate on a year?
0: Well, this year is a little bit different, obviously, because the way that the the way that it's ended up being broadcast, and it's actually been the same for most, apart from the paper, pay-per-view debacle Um, it's been pretty much the same the whole way through in that 10 Premier League games every weekend and there will be um, 10 different slots give normally that they'll be in and of those 10 Sky will tend to do who I do most of my work for will will do um, six or seven of them so we'll be doing two or three a weekend whereas normally we might be doing one a weekend
1: wow
0: okay so, theoretically, I mean, how, how
2: are your games sort of panned out for you? Did the Sky dish out where you're going to go or whoever you're working for
0: at the time, if it's Champions League or...? Well, the the way it works, so so it's, it's quite different, sort of normal time and current time. At the moment, yeah. like yesterday, they announced the time slots for two weeks' time after the international break. That's how immediate it is. Right. Whereas if it were normal time, then we'd get a, a bigger look in advance. So at the moment, which which works fine because luckily there's no one on the roads and your you know, yeah, travel time's guaranteed at the moment and you you're out the you're into the ground straight away, you're out of the ground straight away. That's one of the only benefits of having these terrible silent stadiums is that, you know, you know, I'm driving there, it'll take two hours, and it does take two hours, and you get in you know, there's no there's no jeopardy with the queuing or anything mm. like that. That's yeah, not, yeah. That's the that's the only crumb of comfort we can take from these current times.
1: And and how do games um, Allocated? Do they say right? You're doing West Ham, West Brom, or or do you um, decide which games you like? Or
0: yeah, I mean, at the moment, at the moment, a lot of it's done with geography, I think, and okay. there's also a high, You know, it's Martin Tyler is obviously still the main man at Sky, so he'll do the the um, the, the biggies. Games, the he'll do the biggies. He'll do the trophy lifts and the the marquee games, and then we we sort of fit in around that.
1: So let's turn our attention then to a certain match in. May 2013. Obviously, we didn't get to hear your commentary until after the game because we were there. There was something about that game that I think is really, really special. As I say, it's always being shown uh, on social media. It's always being shown on, on all over the place. Um, but I think it's your commentary, particularly at the end, that adds something really, really special to it. Now, I think that that piece of commentary from that double penalty save through to Troy Deeney's goal and beyond, to me is as famous as Kenneth Wilson Holmes' There's People on the Pitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm being genuine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's as important as that. What are your abiding memories of that match? Are there any, apart from, you know, that grand finale, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but what are your abiding memories about that
0: game? My abiding memories of that game are, you know, and thank you, it's very kind to say, and I think as a, as a commentator, first of all, you dream of having a scenario like that. Right. Because it is, you, don't, you, you know, you can't prepare what you're going to say with something like that. It, and it's just the most extraordinary, you know, and I've, I do think about that game quite a lot and go, you know, wow, how incredible that everything fell into place like it did. I mean, we're all football fans. We all go because of the highs and lows that you might get over a season, that you might get over a month. Mm. We had it in a couple times. of minutes. Yeah, yeah exactly. that <laughs> you sometimes might get in the space of a week to have it within the space of a minute, you mm. know, you guys must have gone, well, that's that.
2: Yeah. You know, it yeah, it fun.
0: was. It was fun so, while it, it was fun while while lasted. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't watch the penalty. Cole yeah.
1: didn't watch it. He looked the other way. I, did I didn't see
2: it. how save it. The first so, time I saw it was when I watched it back. Yeah.
0: So so from there, you know, from, from the depths of despair. You know, and there's a corner, you know, we're we're at the. They've knocked down the main stand then, so we're in the scaffolding. You're in the scaffolding. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Leicester to the right going mental. The rest of the stadium can't believe that the season's all come to an end. I mean, the playoffs are fantastic anyway, Mm -hmm. as, you know, even the bad ones are good because you know that even if it's nil nil for 180 minutes, Something's gonna happen. Someone's season's gonna carry on. Yeah. And someone's season's gonna end. It was a bizarre
2: season because the week before, or was it a week before the two we played Leeds at home and that yeah. was a bizarre game. You know, that was just a a, a crazy game in itself. And then I think... You I'm had all sure, the goalkeeper. You had all the goalkeepers. That's it. We yeah. had every goalkeeper. Yeah, went, yeah I thought Tony Cotan was going to come out at the time and <laughs> yeah. at one point. We had that many goalkeepers. But and then... Uh, and the one through, one ended, yeah. That's it, yeah. And then Brentford had a similar scenario going on in, in the well, that, other...
0: That, that was the yeah. other extraordinary thing because... And I think, you know, if you're going... It's like the last day of the season. I think I said in the commentary... You something. did, yeah, without, yeah, yeah. Without, yeah. without categorising it or, or, you know, putting it in place because you know, the world was going mad. But in fact, seven days before, with the same referee, pretty much the same thing had happened. In that yeah, a
2: Brentford, Brentford, and then down the other end. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, and that had been the difference between Brentford going up automatically or going into the playoffs. Hmm. And, it, you know, so to have those two incidents happen so quickly again was sort of, well, oh, that was amazing last week, if only we get something like that. Hmm. And what I, what I remember about the game is... For, for most of it, thinking, well, we're going to be talking about Mate Vidra. Yes, uh, what a goal that who was. hadn't, who Two. had his, you know, yeah. Yeah. He'd been, he'd been a hero, and just, but the goals had dried up for him mm. towards yeah. the, the run in, hadn't they? Yep, which is why, which is why you'd missed out on automatic, really. Mm. And then he, then he found his form with that incredible goal.
2: Yeah, uh, nobody talks about that goal. We've no and, we, about. And, we, and we've said, we've said before, we've said like, you know, if anything, it's that was that was an absolute moment wasn't it in that game it yeah. just turned the game and it just flicking it over his shoulder and, and off he went and we went on yeah. from that but we me and
0: justin said before nobody really bothers <laughs> speaking about it because obviously it's overshadowed by what what yeah. went on and and it was so so that so all all the backdrop you know you're sort of looking back on you go well maybe we should have known that something funny was in the waters at that stage because all this was going on and you had um you know Leicester who were you know they were a, they were a funny team at the time, weren't they? They had all these players who've gone on. You know, Harry Kane was on their bench. Yeah, Friday the bench, Vardy. Yeah, and David Nugent who always scored against Walford, scored always. against. Yeah, yeah, header. Yeah,
1: Heder. yeah.
0: Oh. yeah. All, so all all these things, and then and the fact that those final minutes had a season's worth of emotion within. Sixty seconds, yeah, yeah, is what makes it so extraordinary. And that, I think you know, obviously, for Watford fans being on the right side of it, it, it almost seems to me that okay, yeah, well, we lost the final, but we at least we got that moment. We've said that before.
1: Yeah. We've said that before. Yeah, you know, yeah,
2: yeah, we didn't win the final, but wow, I, I mean. wouldn't have, I wouldn't have changed it. I don't think. I think now, I mean, at the time, obviously, the Crystal Palace result in the final and it, and Kevin Phillips being the one that put it yeah. to bed as well was a bit was a bit a pill to swallow at the time. But I think looking back at it, we weren't ready to go up then. You know, if we'd gone up instead of Palace, mm. I, I think our fortunes would have been very different. But yeah, I think now looking back at it, I would—I'd never change that. No, never,
1: never. Such a dramatic end to a match. It was just—you know—we were all in a well. We were all in a pitch, weren't we? As soon as yeah. uh, Troy, I was,
0: it was just—you know—I will. You know, if I commentate for another twenty years, another fifty years, then I'll never have a moment like that to commentate on. I wouldn't have thought so.
2: I don't think I'll ever go. To yeah, a you'll match struggle. Like you yeah, like will that. struggle. Yeah, they'll, they'll, obviously there is going to be moments because that's what football football like. But yeah, for, from from going that you know the penalty. I mean, knockout, bless his heart. Oh, He's uh, what a cheat. Uh, I mean, it, he, he was a villain at, at the start, and now it's kind of like bless him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because he because he ne- he just never gets the. right... I mean, he he played recently against. He plays for Forrest now, and he, mm. he he played, and he was poor. You know, and it just. You can see it in his head. He's like he's really he really struggles
0: it. to see it. Bit of, he had a bit of redemption the next season, didn't he? I think he, he I did. Yeah, they, they tore us the apart
2: game, the next yeah. season. Yeah, they they were good. They were superb the next season.
0: Yeah,
2: but yeah, but also the the fact
0: that he dived for the penalty. Yeah, it was yeah. soft. It was so soft. Yeah, who was
2: who was um who was, I can't remember who, who was, was Michael Oliver.
0: Was he was. Oh, it is. was Michael Oliver. But yeah. who was
2: with you as your sort of co-commentator?
0: Andy Hinchcliffe.
2: That's it, Andy Hinchcliffe.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, he yeah. didn't see it as a penalty did he he thought it was no no he no. was
2: he was like
1: soft
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I just I just remember thinking you know because obviously you thought the penalty would be scored and I just remember you know mentally being in a place of going okay what for season gonna end on one of the worst penalty calls that you'll ever see right that um, was your thinking obviously that, that that's where I was mentally at that stage yeah um which is why this sort of uh, hybrid Mishmash saying of "Do not scratch your eyes." Came out. Well,
1: that was just fantastic. I mean, as I said, there, there are tea towels, there are posters, <laughs> mugs, even the yes. um, even the official video of that match, the highlights of that match on the Watford YouTube channel says "His Hog Deeney," and then it says uh, "Watford uh, versus Leicester Playoff Semi Final 2013." So that commentary is just. Legendary. I can hear it in my head. In fact, the thing is, we use that at the beginning of our podcast. So I've sort of cut it up a little bit.
2: So it's we're not... not sending any royalties, by the way. Oh, unfortunately, we can't us. play yeah. any.
1: No, no royalties, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but when I hear uh the do not bit open now. your wallet yeah <laughs> yeah that's it yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh when i hear that bit where you shout deanie now I ex- and i'm watching it on the on the replay i expect our theme tune to start do you know what i mean by that carl
2: yeah yeah no, <laughs> that's true. In, my, in my head now. True. i mean commentary is a bit like you know if you look back for it and this is how i kind of you know put it into perspective is it's a bit like putting the cherry on top of the of the cake you know if you see something live Obviously, taking that as an example, it was amazing. It was breathtaking, and like you've just said, well, I'll probably never see it again. But you add the commentary to it, and I put it up there. You know, with Martin Tyler, of the Agüero. You know, when Man City went and run that, that it, you always hear that back. You always hear Agüero, and off he goes. Yeah, yeah. You know, the 1966 World Cup. It's, it's, you know, all about the commentary and going, going back. So the job that you do, although like you really just covered, it's just what you do, your preparation, and and so forth. There's certain parts of it where, as you said, you're not expecting it, so you kind of have to just go with with, with impulse, and that's
0: that's why I and it's, also, prob- and it's also I mean it, it's very kind of you to say, and it it's it, you know but to be we're we're there like you say we are literally the ones just putting a little sprinkling on the top, and it's yeah but you know you, it's nothing unless there's the drama such as yeah. there is like that. I mean you think of sort of great, you know, great moments of commentary are over great moments.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, you know, you,
0: know you, you don't get great commentary over bad, terrible moments. No. That lives, it lives, in the, lives, in the, um, lives long in the memory. But at least you so managed think, you to know, hold
1: it together mm. because the guy who was doing the piece back to the studio, Johnny... Johnny Phillips, brilliant. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had... His earphones in yeah.
1: <laughs> He had big problems conveying <laughs> what was going on, didn't he? He really, he really he struggled. He was
2: struggling, wouldn't he? Bless him. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, I think fortunately, I only had one thing to do, which was to hold my mic to my mouth. Yeah. And just about manage to do, and stay on the scaffolding as well. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and just about managed to do both of those, but he had sort of had to watch the game there. And he had to describe right it as
1: well, obviously, because uh, there was no envision vi- either. So he had to sort of describe what happened. Yeah, but bless yeah, his yeah, heart, he was—he was he was, <laughs> he was yeah, really, a lovely, he's he's lovely
0: guy, Johnny. I mean, we—we, we, whenever I see him, we talk about it. You know, we sort of, we were both blessed, if you like, to be to be able to work on that game.
1: Yeah, well, I'm certainly glad that you both did because uh, you know it's something that. You 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 commentated on perfectly, and we've always got Johnny to watch if we want to relive it in a slightly more comical way.
2: Slight comical way, how to to drop your your headphones in two easy steps.
1: (laughs) If it'd been Chris Kamara, he wouldn't have seen it. We'd have been sort of oh Cammy, bless him, yeah,
2: God bless Cammy. Do not scratch your eyes. Right, first question comes from this is on Twitter from Paul Baker, and he's put: Has Bill ever seen a more exciting finish to a game? Now I went back to. Uh, to Paul and said, "Not a chance." But mm. is there another game that you you commentated on that you you stands out for you
0: for a particular reason? I mean, well, the playoffs give themselves to to finishes that you know have drama in them because it's you know they're all going for it at the end, particularly if they're close. The one that the other um, playoff that most of those dra- dramatic moments will come from playoff games, I guess. You know, I think of Zamora's late winner. Because that was, oh, you know, QPR was derby. yeah QPR yeah, yeah. derby. That, that yeah. they were down yeah. to ten. They've been absolutely battered and then then nicked it. There was yeah. in a in a semi final a few years before that. There was um there was, to think of Jan Kermigan's penalty. It was in a penalty shootout. Do you remember that he was he was playing for Leicester and they were a they were against Cardiff.
2: I do and remember he, this penalty yeah, shootout. Yeah, yeah. Shootout. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. He went for the worst Penenka you'll ever see and the goalkeeper I think it was David Marshall just stood there and caught it what,
2: what a what game to try that one out why would you do that now <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's but then you've got like the, the, the
0: ex-professional
2: footballer that's obviously commentating with you. Who must be thinking, like like you just said, what is he
0: doing? You know, yeah, yeah. It, why
2: now? Why would you do it? Exactly.
0: Now? I think that's exactly what we said. You go, what? What? <laughs> 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 can you? Um, are, are you
2: able to switch sort of the microphones off and then have a sort of conversation with each other? Have you got like, is it like a buttonhole? Not or? really.
0: I mean, we can we can move away and yeah, and and do, But no, not really. Not to really. have a laugh, to say
2: what was that? My God! Yeah,
1: no. Just a knowing look instead, is it? Just yeah. A little yeah, it. yeah.
0: Well, it's now. It's now. Get the binoculars out and see them many meters away. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to answer that question, no. Really? No, I so don't, that you know, for one. that, as, as we said before, that is a season's worth, a lifetime's worth of footballing emotions in one passage of play. Yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. It very rarely. Very, very rarely. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, God, I don't think
2: my heart could take it anymore for that I happen every week. <laughs> no. Dear God. Jason Grace asked, uh I kinda of know the answer to this, but I'll ask anyway, do you wish you'd said another line?
0: Or does do not scratch your eyes seem perfect? <laughs> Seems perfect to me. To me as well. Well, I think I think if I if I look at I was probably don't scratch your head, don't rub your eyes. Yeah. But in a way, it's sort of it was neither, it was uh, sort of, it was wrong, but it was right. That was so right. I agree because it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And as you watched Zola fall over and everyone in <laughs> <on> the pit, <laughs> yeah. you know, Lester goes, you know, it's sort of the, well, it's not. It's yeah, it's all, it's all a bit mad. Yeah,
2: so yeah, it was, it was carnage in the ground. Just people, bodies everywhere. I mean, I, mm. I, I got into the pitch and I got uh, Chalaba was there, Yeah. and I went, I can't believe it, and he went, nor can I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Wow! There was, there
0: was still. A Will m- you marry me? Yes. 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 Yeah. Give <laughs> <could have> <laughs> me a exactly. tenner. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was still a minute or so to play, wasn't there? We had to get off the pitch again so they could finish the last.
2: Is
0: that not right?
2: It wasn't. Yes, there was, a,
0: there was a little bit. There was a little bit to go. But. they yeah. had to
2: pick. I mean, they had to scrape knockout off the floor and. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. If you've ever looked at it, but one of my favourite viewpoints of that is actually from the Leicester. Fans mm. and there's a there's a video on YouTube where I don't know if you've seen it, Justin. I have. a Leicester fan <laughs> recording it, you know, from the penalty, and he's like, "Yeah,
1: we're gonna win,"
2: <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh no, oh no," <laughs> and then it, it goes, it obviously goes into a Kicjanja, and away it goes. Yeah, and he's like, oh, "I can't believe it," and then he just pans up just in time to see Hog. Knock it back over to Davies. He's like, well, I won't say what he says at the end. Yeah. but it's, yeah. it's
0: not complimentary. But you just, in, a,
2: in, a, in a minute, you've just seen a man just deflate, just
0: yeah. all mm.
2: the emotions that, that football brings. And uh, yeah, no, yeah. brilliant. It was
0: brilliant. It but I think if I, if I was to sort of pre-script what I could have said for a moment like that, I'd never have come up with that, that's for sure. <laughs> no. no. But that's what makes it, of, of all the classic ones, is that's what makes it, you know, you, you, I mean, you, you
2: say uh, here is hog Deeney. Do not scratch your eyes. You really are seeing the most incredible. You really... That's it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can almost yeah, remember so... all of it. I've seen it so yeah, many it, times, the... yeah.
2: it almost mirrors the final day. That's, that's it. it.
1: Yeah, that's the phrase. Yeah,
2: oh, it's it's, it's
1: yeah. folklore. It's it's you know, it's it's part of Watford now. I'm afraid it's uh, embedded. Isn't well, it, it
2: it birthed this this podcast that you you now. Uh, yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, there we you now.
0: Look Hello. at that, a proud dad. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah no, it's that's uh, I mean, fantastic. Like I said before, it, it's it's a commentator's dream to be involved in something like that. Yeah, and it's a commentator's relief that people think you've done it justice. Well, oh, I you can have tell you. absolutely. You. Yeah, let, let, let me say that first and foremost. You absolutely have. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah. That's very kind of fantastic. You. <laughs>
2: What are you up to? So you got some international games. Was it Bulgarian that you had?
0: No, so I, I do all the Wales games for Sky. So, um, Excellent. we're into the sort of crazy schedule of World Cup qualifiers. Yes. Where they've yeah. got two qualifiers and then they've got a friendly against Mexico as well. Awesome. Well, that'll be good. Um, uh, so, where's, are
2: they the Cardiff City Stadium, is that?
0: They're at the Cardiff City Stadium and the Belgian one's away. So we'll uh, have to improvise with that one. So the Belgian one, you'll do that from... From comfort, Sky. But not your sofa. Not my sofa, no. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would yeah, be a bad idea. Yeah, on the telly
2: and do it,
0: yeah. Yeah, the crisp packets. <laughs> What's that? And boy? the dog. Yeah, the doorbell's gone. i yeah. I'm amazed the dog hasn't come in, yeah. actually. Ah.
1: It's, it's really good of you to give up um, some of your time to talk to us. Um, thank you very much for doing that.
0: Pleasure, guys. Delighted to come on anytime.
1: time. Excellent. Uh, lovely. Well, Bill, thank you very much for your time. Good luck for the rest of the season. Hope you get to see some more interesting games. Hopefully some more dramatic games as well. Hopefully yes.
2: back
0: at Watford. Here's yes. Hopefully back at Watford.
2: Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Good stuff. Lovely. Good luck, guys. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Bill. Thank talk you, Bill. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. You, Cheers.
1: If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116-123. That's 116-123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery free In terms apply see mcdonald's.com
0: this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered
2: by fans